as Epictetus says, it's circumstances which show what men are. In other words, to be able to use adversity as an opportunity to develop your inner sense of freedom, that the robber of your free will does not exist, that some things are in your control and others are not. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose. Appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. As a practicing family doctor with expertise in lifestyle as medicine, my purpose is to encourage and support you in terms of positive health, personal growth, and all things well-being. As I say, to never stop starting. Each month on a live webinar, I teach learning by doing and learning by being. The why and the how of health enhancing habits, giving you the science as well as support strategies to live with more vitality. I'd like to invite you to join my self-development club. To learn more and to sign up, visit drmarkrow.com. This podcast episode focuses on life lessons from great minds. And today I want to look at Epictetus a wonderful Stoic philosopher. His life was about making progress as opposed to mastering perfection. And for me, his teachings provide a practical path to resilience, to growth, to fulfillment and wisdom. Timeless principles to support you through the good and not so good times in life. Born about 2000 years ago, Epictetus started out in life as a Roman slave. His owner, Ephroditus, encouraged education, which enabled him to benefit from a wonderful Stoic philosopher tutor named Masonius Rufus. Epictetus lived his life as a prolific exponent of Stoic resilience through his writings and by exerting mindful choice, in other words, by understanding that he could choose to respond despite his circumstances. You see, that mindset gave him an inner sense of freedom despite the slavery of his outer world. But eventually he got his freedom and he moved to Rome where he taught philosophy for 25 years, eventually ending up in Greece where he founded his own school of philosophy. And he taught there in Nicopolis, northwest Greece, until he died. It's entirely by accident that his teachings have survived until the modern day as he never wrote anything down and his life lessons were passed down by Arian, who was one of his avid pupils. He had a manual for living and Sheridian, which translates as a small handbook, which is full of Stoic principles, while his discourses is a deeper dive into Stoicism. One of his key lessons is that some things are up to us and others are not. That it's the act of an ill-instructed man to blame others for his own bad condition. One of his key ideas is to appreciate the crucial difference, to be able to make the distinction between those few things that are under your control and the many things that are not. So here are some of Epictetus's key life lessons. Number one, remember what's in your control. So his Inchiridion or manual begins at one of the most important principles in Stoic philosophy. Some things are up to us and others are not. Appreciating the crucial difference between those few things under your control, including your thoughts, beliefs, behaviours, choices and everyday actions, and the many things that are not. So here are examples of things that are not in your control. The past, 
the future, what other people think or say about you, other people's behavior, the weather, the economy, the fact that one day you're going to die. As Epitetius says, it's circumstances which show what men are. In other words, to be able to use adversity as an opportunity to develop your inner sense of freedom, that the robber of your free will does not exist, that some things are in your control and others are not. Epitetius describes suffering as arising when you try and exert absolute control over your circumstances and then become anxious, frustrated, helpless or feel depressed when you're unable to control them. By all means, do what you can to improve the world. By all means, never stop learning, never stop growing. But at the same time, recognize the limitations of what you can and can't change. We always have some control and influence over our thoughts and limited control on everything else. He highlights the importance of taking responsibility for your thoughts and beliefs and not blaming others by abdicating responsibility. Number two, make light of life's challenges. Epitetius lived with a badly disabled leg. He spent much of his life lame, lacking family or freedom. However, he fully accepted his situation. He made light of his circumstances and this was shown in his teachings about stoic resilience. As he said, sickness is a hindrance to the body, but not to your ability to choose unless that is your choice. Lameness is a hindrance to the leg, but not to your ability to choose. Say this to yourself with regard to everything that happens. Then you will see such obstacles as hindrances to something else, but not to yourself. Number three, actions speak louder than words. One of my favorite sayings, focus your attentive energy on the choices you're making and how you're actually living your life. Leadership is all about setting examples through your actions. As Epitetius said, don't explain your philosophy, embody it. Furthermore, if you wish to improve, be content to be thought foolish and stupid. It's so true. You know, every wise person was once, let's just say, less wise. Let go of the untamed ego that attaches to knowing, to fear, to scarcity, and instead stay open, stay curious, stay a learner. As I say, never stop learning. And here's what Epitetius had to say about criticism from others. If anyone tells you that a certain person speaks ill of you, don't make excuses about what's said of you, but answer. He was ignorant of my other faults, else he would not have mentioned these alone. Number four, build good habits. He appreciated how much of your daily actions are down to well-cultivated habits. And so he encouraged his students to raise their personal bar, to set higher standards of behavior and build the habits to support that value-led way of being in the world. To prescribe some character and form of conduce to yourself, which you may keep both alone and in company. But to remember to be patient and focus on progress rather than perfection. Because, as he said, no thing great is created suddenly, any more than a bunch of grapes or a fig. If you tell me that you desire a fig, I answer you that there must be time. Let it first blossom, then bear fruit, then ripen. Number five, spend your time wisely. Because remembering that death may be close on any given day will help you not to take your time for granted. As he said, I cannot escape death, but can't I escape the dread of it? Must I die trembling and lamenting? Many people spend their lives chasing things that turn out to be unimportant. Value your time. Number six, start with being. First, say to yourself what you would be and then do what you have to do. 
he hits the nail on the head here because the highest order in place there is is pure and simply being. Being present, being open, being grateful, being kind, being compassionate, being humble, being on purpose. And finally, perhaps his most important thought-provoking question. How long are you going to wait before you demand the best of yourself? It's a great question to think about because it's all about starting. It's all about recommitting each day to health enhancing habits, to set and work towards goals consistent with your values, to live with more vitality. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com. 